You are listening to a Banzai Retro Club podcast. Language and topics may not always be appropriate for younger listeners. Press 1 for a groovy topic from the 1970s. Press 2 for an awesome topic from the 1980s. Or press 3 for a slamming topic from the 1990s. Please choose now. Too late. We have made your selection for you. Let's start the show. So, uh, did you come up with a concept for horror? Yes. Uh, well, a concept you had you had said um, the uh, victim deaths, yes. which I guess kind of like shocking deaths, victim deaths. That kind of that I, I could work with that. And I think maybe like one I'm thinking of that is uh, I'm going back and forth as to whether. To talk about the death in the movie or the death in the book and i think it might be a little controversial okay as far as you know which people are fans of so huh. i think i run with that yeah actually <laughs> um the um i went completely different i actually found a whole different angle so ah still horror it's still in that genre but it's you know well, when I'm doing my, you know, doing my section, then I'll, you know, I'll explain it. But I may need okay. 30 minutes instead of 20 minutes. Okay, well, we'll deal with it. You know, it's just yeah. the two of us, so. Just the two of us, I can right. An hour. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, well, do I you mean... want to go down the route first? And if you happen to inspire me in any other ways to, you know, change this uh, or to add to my victim, okay. <laughs> my victim related topic all right that's cool uh, i'll reserve the right uh, to do that let me see I, I organized all my apps and now i've got to like try and make sure i know where everything is so there's my stopwatch or my timer there we go let me just set it for 30 if i don't go that long then i don't okay uh, and verify the recording's going. The recording is going. Cool. All right, start. listening to Bonsai Retro Club and Suzanne's online. Hi, Suzanne. Hi. Great to be here. It is awesome to be here. Uh, mm -hmm. And um, Rose and Scott were not able to join us tonight, so it's just going to be the two of us. Uh, and since we're going to be, you're going to be listening to this into the great month of October, it was, uh, it's decided that we wanted to have some more horror content. So this is us giving you that. Uh, 
the idea that I kind of left as a kind of open-ended invitation to the co-hosts when we we're trying to formulate our topics was just to come up with some sort of, um, you know, horror-inspired retro movie topic. Uh, and what I landed on to talk about, and I have a list from an article from Paste Magazine in front of me, uh, but what I wanted to do was talk about some uh, three iconic movies that had the devil uh, or Satan, as you will, insert the church lady talk here, you know, <laughs> what can we say, Satan? Um, you know, and, you know, predominantly in that movie, you know, as a major character. Uh, so what I did was actually found a magazine, uh, magazine article from Pace Magazine, like I said, that had, um, you know, all of the, uh, I want to say the top 25 by their standards of uh, movies that have Satan depicted. Uh, not all of them are retro, but I'm going to just go through the list real quickly. So that's why this is going to be a little bit longer of a, just our 20 minute episode because I wanted to go through the list. But then I wanted to circle back and cover the three that I wanted uh, to focus on. Does that make sense, Suzanne? Yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Satan, so, Satan as a leading man. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I mean, yeah, he uh, definitely is an interesting supporting character in some of these movies, like you'll see, you know, when I bring him up. Um, and, you know, in other ways, he was just, he was just kind of there in the background. Uh, so, like, you know, for instance, number 25 is Bill and Ted Bogus Journey, 1991. Uh, Satan was there, you know, that they were talking to him, you know, of course, calling him dude and all that stuff. Um, let's see. And then there's a lot of pop-ups here, so give me a second. 24 was Little Nicky, which was released in 2000. So not really in our retro area, but still, you know, uh, Pace Magazine list, listed it. Uh, 23 had Story of Mankind, which was released in 1957. Once again, not really in our you know three decades, but worthy of mentioning. Uh, number 22 is Needful Things, 1993. Uh, let's see, 21 was a movie called Jukoku, 1960. Uh, 20 had The Passion of Christ from 2004. 19 was Rosemary's Baby in 1968. So you see definitely some uh, iconic movies. Number 18, Witches mm. of Eastwick, 1987. This is one of the ones I'm going to come back to. Uh, number 17, The Last Temptation of Christ, 1988. 16 had Prince of Darkness, released in 1987. Uh, number 15 was The Day of the Beast, 1988. Number 14, Angel Heart, 1987. This is another one I'm going to come back to. That's funny. It's one of the first ones I thought of. Yeah. That, 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 <laughs> mine too. Mine too. Uh, let's see. Um, number 13, The Devil and Daniel Webster, released in 1941. Number 12, Fantasia, released in 1940, which I think is definitely an iconic uh, depiction of the devil. Uh, 11, Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny, 2006. Uh, okay. Number 10, Time Bandits, 1981. Uh, number 9 was The Witch, 2015. Number 8 is Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus, 2009. Number 7, Constantine, 2005. 
Uh, number six, Legend, 1985. Uh, five, as Hickson, 1922. Uh, Faust was released in 1926. Uh, South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut, released in 1999. <laughs> uh, number two, The Devil's Advocate, 1997. This is one I'm coming back to. And then The Prophecy, 1995. So quite a very substantial list. Um, Wait, what was that last one? The Prophecy, released in 1995. Okay. So the uh, the ones that, you know, I thought, you know, when I started to think about this, like you, my mind immediately went to Robert De Niro playing Lucifer, you know, play on the name Lucifer, mm -hmm. uh, in Angel Heart. Thought he was iconic. I thought he was great. I actually watched a clip right earlier today because once I landed on this topic it was the scene where he's talking to uh, I think the guy's name is Johnny Angel uh, and he's peeling an egg and he says in some cultures an egg represents a person's soul and then at the end of the scene he takes a big bite out of it he eats it yeah, yeah. so it was like yeah, okay, this is a bad dude. Um, yeah, and he peels it with those long, sharp fingernails he has, which yes, are yes. kind of evil-looking, yeah. <laughs> yeah, very menacing. Um, and, and for those that are not familiar with Angel Heart, uh, it, it, I think it's a must-watch. Um, it is completely so iconic. I love the twist uh, in the uh, at the end. Um, I don't know if, you know, because it was released what in the 80s is it really worthy of mm -hmm. me saying spoiler and giving it away i don't know um but you know i've always i've loved that movie and you know I, and I, I gotta i gotta give a shout out lisa bonet looks beautiful in it um yes quite yeah uh but there's there's some gore uh and uh yeah just very uh you know, very scary as uh, you know the the story progresses and the body count kind of also increases. Um, so you like that movie then? Uh, I do like this movie. I know uh, we seem to have the same taste because I thought of The Devil's Advocate also. Okay. And what, what was the, what was the third one that you wanted? Was it Legend? Which uh, is which is of Eastwick. Oh yeah, well I love that one too. Yeah. See, it's all—it's all—they were all kind of around the same era. Maybe the Devil's Advocate was a little later, but um, yeah, yeah Devil's I remember, Advocate was ninety-seven. Yeah, um, yeah. So that was kind of out of the eighties era, but um, even so, Angel Heart. I remember—I remember making a big deal about this movie when it came out, um, and I, I do remember seeing it in the theaters. I remember. Um, that the plot was very complicated. It was like a very, it was a mystery, I think, right? right. Um, as far as figuring out what the heck was going on. And then uh, you don't want to do any spoilers or what? Well, you, know, you know, I, I mean, it, film without we're, some, we're talking least. in 1987. So I, I feel it feels weird not to, you know, it feels weird to have to say spoiler. Um, yeah. Cause but, you know, I mean, it's been a while. You had a lot, yeah. you had a lot, a lot of time to see it, everybody. Right. <laughs> All right, so, let, well, so let's um, just go there. Um, okay. Yeah, so... It's a very Faust story, right? It, it's a kind of a take on Faust, yeah. the soldier soul, to do such and such. 
Um, yeah, so and, Mickey Rourke's uh, character, right, is hired to find out find this guy that is actually himself, and he's a uh, you know he he killed off the the person that he became, you know, assumed his identity, and it's almost like he had forgotten who he was, and so the devil hires him in order to help him gain his memory back. Yeah, to slowly allow him to acknowledge that he made this deal and became this famous person. Right. Uh, Which I think it was, he was like a heartthrob singer or something, maybe. And if it was like a film noir type of setting, if I remember. Uh, I'm trying to, well, I remember Um, the the scene that I kind of watched today did have something to do with like, you know, this... um, Johnny Angel or the, or the guy that he's trying to find. I forgot the uh, the name of the guy, you know, that he actually is. But, like, he was hanging out with, uh, like, a famous, I want to say, musician named Toot Sweet. So okay. there was some sort of flavor to that. But it was right there based in New Orleans. Um, mm-hmm. So you had that, you know, that as a backdrop, you know, which really added almost another character to the to the movie. Yeah, a lot of, like, mystery and voodoo type of uh, right. influences in there. Right, right. Um, and Mickey Rourke was very good. It was very compelling. And at the time, he was, you know, kind of a hot leading man. Um, now, he kind of morphed into this very weird person who you'd never know was the same guy. Yeah. <laughs> as, as time went on in his career, which is kind of strange. But, you know, at the time, he was this kind of very sleek-looking guy you know that he kind of was very steamy so um and i almost wonder like not a lot of people talk about this movie it's not something that you hear a ton of conversations about or a lot of people bringing up on social media you know but at the time it was definitely um it was a big deal movie i think it was it brian de palma it was some there was it was a big director that worked on this Hmm, i don't see it like in the write-up um, but yeah, I, I guess, you know, if you looked at the ones that I wanted to go back and revisit, you know, we're talking about Nicholson, we're talking about De Niro and we're talking about Pacino, you know? So, I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, my, you know, love of, you know, their depictions of Satan are, you know, mm-hmm. ha- have a lot to do with some really heavy hitters. <laughs> You know, and, you know, I think yeah, each absolutely. of them brought their own kind of brand to, you know, that that role and, you know, in what they were doing or what they're trying to accomplish. You know, De Niro simply, you know, a businessman, you know, was just hiring this gumshoe to find this guy, you know, and but, you know, having some very ominous, evil ways about him. Like we, we talked True, about. True, and very. Egg. Very almost calm and soft spoken right. to the point where he felt like he didn't need to, you know, he was so confident in his, um, his, uh, authority, yes. you know, as the devil that he, he didn't, he never lost his cool. Right. Um, uh, he was just coming to, uh, to collect, let's say. <laughs> And that was that. So that, I mean, that in itself was kind of cold-blooded and frightening. Right. Very much so. But now we move on to uh, Witches of Eastwick. Uh, So Jack Nicholson 
you know, they never really come out and call him the devil. Um, but it, it's definitely, you know, an overtone where you kind of assume that that's who he is. Um, you know, if mm-hmm. not, he's very, um, yeah, a very powerful demonic force if he's not the devil. Uh, but they call him Daryl. Uh, and I actually watched, you know, once again, you know, preparing for this, I watched the scene where the, uh, the three witches are manipulating him in the church. And he's given this big diatribe about, you know, how, you know, women are like a disease. And, you know, if we can have some, if we can take more vitamins, if we can go for walks, if we can eat apples, we wouldn't have to deal with them. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. That's the scene. That's the scene with the cherries. Yes. Yes. They're they're sitting there <laughs> making them vomit all over this church. That was a bizarre yeah. Yeah. scene. That was the bizarre scene. Uh, I'm still wondering why cherries. <laughs> Who thought of that? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> but I, yeah, but, I've always been a big fan of Nicholson. And, mm-hmm. you know, he delivers here. He he, he delivers, Absolutely. you know, a confident, you know, sure of himself, uh, kind of impish, kind of, you know, playful kind of person, you know, that, you know, has kind of the, uh, the ability and the ways to manipulate people and get his way. Uh, mm-hmm. And right. so you saw that. But then, yes. you know, once the, you know, once things started to fall apart, <laughs> then you got, you know, the crazy batshit, you know, uh, Nicholson that you would, keep, you know, like a Joker Nicholson, you know, just like, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. just right on the edge of, yeah, I, otherwise I would be really cool and collected, but right now I'm right on the edge and I'm just going to go, you know, flip my shit and, you know, I'm going to just go crazy on the world <laughs> and everyone's just going yeah, to he lost it yep everyone's just gonna watch it from here just because you're here so welcome welcome to the show <laughs> and that's nicholson <laughs> he's right there on that edge at any minute that's yeah, gonna flip. yeah it was it was an interesting portrayal of it if you were to imagine that maybe the devil would decide for a little while to just be a guy right what would he be like yeah and you could imagine that this is it he'd have plenty of power he'd be able to manipulate any situation that he wanted he'd have all the greatest women and uh, you know would just be this like you said this kind of impish charming guy who makes being bad look really good (laughs) exactly (laughs) but then the fact that they in the end the three witches who are you know very very beautifully Played by Cher and Susan Sarandon and Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. Correct? Yep. I'm remembering. So they had, you know, like a blonde and a redhead and a brunette. And uh, they just like made this perfect trio. And they figured out how to undo him. Right. Which is a pretty powerful thing to to figure out how to do. To decide you're going to undertake. And and they and they did it. So that... <laughs> it's pretty much a girl power movie in the end. It is. Uh, it is very much. And they, yeah, yeah. And they, uh, they inherited and on top of everything, inherited all his, you know, his wonderful estate and riches and indoor pool and all this kind of stuff in the meantime. Uh, so that was kind of fun. 
Um, well, I mean, they'd I, also, you, yeah, they'd also, um, you know, they were mothers now to three different, you know, children, yes. you know, and I, I believe they were all boys. I forgot. Yeah, um, I, I think so. And you were kind of left to wonder if they were demonic boys. Right. Or if they were just normal little angelic children. <laughs> yeah, you, you've got, you know, did you, did you get the Antichrist, you know, in that mix? Right. You know, or did right. you get three Antichrists? Who knows? Right. <laughs> you have to wonder, right. you know, what compromises you made. Right. Um, which is but, what, which is basically what he was after. You know, that was his end game, was to get those kids. Hmm. So in the end, I guess he won a little bit of something there. Right. But I think he wanted to make sure he still had power to, you know, train them or whatever you want to say, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, groom I, them. Right. right. So in a way, women yeah, in a way, he, you know, he, he saw that coming to happening. But then by the time they got smart and went, you know, turned against him, then, you know, obviously he didn't obviously win at the end. But, yeah. Who knows? Mm. I think that was yeah. something that was a tease at the end, though, that made it look like, you know, he may have been kind of still around in some capacity. Yeah, what was it? That, like, he was some disembodied voice who was coaching the babies yeah, at some, some point? Yeah, something like that. I wish I could remember. I, didn't, I should have looked that one up. Eh, weird. Yeah. Weird. And I, I just, uh, you have to give somebody credit who comes up with, a real just irreverent way to to manipulate people, just like spewing cherries, <laughs> buckets and buckets of projectile vomiting cherries. Right. What the hell? <laughs> I, I never would have even thought really, of that. I know. It was a really weird choice that somebody made somewhere. That I applaud to just come up with something that kind of random and and have it have such a big role in the in the you know like the devil can think this is what he does right <laughs> cherry vomit <laughs> <sighs> big <right>. scale cherries <laughs> yeah exactly I, I, I yeah I, I've got to wonder I've got to wonder what was the thought process you know oh we need to have a concept here of making him puke all over this church <laughs> you know, and yeah let's use cherries i don't yeah i, I really don't know <laughs> and, and then as he's doing it he's actually you know yelling at all the churchgoers and he goes it's a parlor trick i taught them this yeah because there was a previous scene where they did that to another woman who right uh was trying to warn them about him i think right to discredit her and she ended up going and you know they took her away in a basket so yeah 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 <laughs> as you do when you're the devil and you're having fun with yes. you know people that are against you yes uh all right so now we're with, now we're with the uh, my man pacino mm -hmm. uh so devil's advocate uh you can kind of like you know snicker at this movie because of the uh, the bad accent for uh, Keanu, um, but you he's, know, say, go, say again. He's done worse as far as yeah. accents, and sure. much better. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> I don't think this was so bad. The accent. I, I I I love this movie actually. I you know if I'm like scrolling through and I see that it's on, 
I'll I'll stop and I'll watch to see where it's at. Um, and what makes it for me is not so much Keanu, but actually Al Pacino, because he is so overwhelming in every scene he's in. You know, he is a force to be reckoned with. He can do that, yeah. Yeah, and you're like you you almost forget Keanu there because Pacino is just so you know over the top. But you know what did it for me was the end sequence scene where he's giving this big long speech about you know heaven and hell and all the mistakes that God has made and you know the you know he's been there since the beginning right there in the trenches and he's you know for every common man you know and you know he goes on to say that God's up there laughing because he keeps telling you he's making these rules and then he changes them on you and you know he says it's the biggest gag reel in the world and he's just sitting there laughing his ass off you know and just that big <laughs> speech Pacino and you're like I could see somebody like that. You know, I could, I could almost see, I could almost believe, you know, that this is a real life person, you know, that would have these kind of beliefs because, you know, I have people that I interact with like on, you know, social media and we're right now, we're in a very divided country, you know, around politics and I don't want to go down that road, mm. but you have that, you know, where you, you've got people that have their, they're so stuck into their beliefs, whether that's good or bad. And, you know, it can be said back to me as well. You know, my beliefs is good or bad. I don't know. But, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, but you have a person like Pacino and you're like, I, I right now I could see this guy walking around and being this guy. <laughs> you know, it, mm. it's believable to me right now <laughs> because of, you know, <laughs> what I've seen, you know, from, you know, people that I'm connected with on social media. Uh, and I'm like, ooh, you believe in that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody kind of turns into the devil when we go down that that road these days. It's just sad. Right. I, I hope it turns around at some point. But <laughs> very true, very true. And I and I'm sorry. That's probably as more as much political as I'm going to get right now. But okay. you know, it's you know, I love this movie. I love it, and I love the fact that you know they made him a lawyer. You know, because you're kind of like, mm -hmm. you know, of course. Yeah, what else would the devil do, right? <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> so. Um, and he'd be very successful. So. Very much so, right. But once again, uh, it was similarly uh, uh, a little Faustian also. It's like, well, you want to be at the top of your field, right? Right. At this field in particular. For that, you're going to sell your soul. Right. One way or the other. <laughs> And everybody does, so you might as well be the one to profit big from it. I think that was kind of the speech that I, you know, the, the end game of the speech that I remember. Right. I haven't seen this in a very, very long time, but I, I think I did see it in the theater at the time. I saw a lot of movies in the theater at the time. Yeah. You know, now I never go out anywhere. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it... I also. Go ahead. Sorry. I also remember this was kind of an early appearance of Charlize Theron. Yes. With, uh, you know, just kind of looking like the mousy wife, crying and bitching a lot. <laughs> yeah, she, you know, I, Which, she, she was, she, she played such a, yeah, her role completely changed throughout the movie. 
um, because she was, at the beginning of it, you know, she was a kind of a, a well-to-do, you know, um, kind of promising, uh, successful woman, you know, that's married to this up-and-coming lawyer, you know, that was down in, you know, some, you know, Florida, you know, down in Florida somewhere. And, you know, she, she seemed really well-to-do and kind of confident. But then throughout the course of the movie, as they had moved to New York and she started to get exposed to the evil that was Al Pacino's character, she, you know, she started to change and crazy. She started freaking out. So her role changed significantly throughout the course of the movie, but she did it marvelously. It was fantastic. It was a fantastic to watch her transition. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's coming back to me. Um, but uh, to your point, I you know, the, the remember... end of it was the free will part, you know, where he, you uh -huh. know, um, Keanu's character basically, you know, he had to commit. You know, he was, you know, um, uh, Pacino's character was trying to have him make love to his sister or half sister so that, you know, she would have the antichrist, but it was his choice. It was Keanu's right. choice. And at the end, he mm -hmm. decided that rather than, you know, play along anymore, he killed himself. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm remembering, but did it, how did he do that? Do we, did he throw himself into some kind of a, you know, nope. Dante's Inferno Abyss. I mean, I remember some scene with. Very, yeah. very simply, oh. very simply, ah. he had a gun mm -hmm. in his belt the whole time because okay. he had actually come in the room and started shooting Pacino and he shot him multiple times and Pacino's sitting there cheering him on. He's going, yeah, anger, let it out. That's the last fig leaf. You know, that's the, the yeah. come yeah. to the dark side, son. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's all that anger, aggression, let it out, you know, and, you know, once you realize he's not, you know, able to kill him and then he starts putting it together, you know, as to who he really is. Um, and then at the end, you know, it, it all came down to the free will part, you know, and Keanu had to make the choice. Is he going to mm -hmm. father a son with his half sister? And continue to go down that road, or was he going to, you know, in this case, he, he opted to kill himself? Creepy, creepy, yeah. creepy. Not much of a choice, <laughs> huh? <laughs> Not a lot of options for this yeah, poor exactly. guy. Yeah, exactly. So, of... of of the 25 movies or whatever that I listed and I breezed through those really quick, were there any of those that you thought were notable that you wanted to chat about? Yeah. Let's see that I write a couple of down. Um, uh, I did mention legend, which let's see legend. I'm trying to remember. I remember legend like kind of in peach in pieces, but that was Tom Cruise yep. And Mia, Sarah, yep. and, and Tim Curry. Tim yep. Curry. Tim Curry played the devil. Yeah. Yeah. I. I think that now that was probably the most literal depiction of a devil we've ever, you know, that we've seen on film, right. which just just that huge head with the horns and the teeth, and that that was. Uh, a creepy mythological looking devil, if there ever was one. Um, and just for that costume, 
I think he wins some kind of prize for, you know, the depiction of the devil. Uh, and he is quite suave. And Tim Curry is amazing. I've always, I've loved Tim Curry since Rocky Harper's show. Uh, and, you know, that has a little horror bend to it, too. So Very much so. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, he is just very, you know, like, in some way, the devil has to have, like, some kind of ultra-sophisticated English accent <laughs> <laughs> for him to really be effective. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so that was very cool. And, it, you know, if, if I remember, I think for a while he kind of um, uh, mystifies Mia Sarah into being his, like, you know, uh, dark bride or something to that effect. Um, I remember kind of cool scenes with black lipstick and, uh, you know, her almost converting to the female version of this entity. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was a pretty cool portrayal of the devil. Um, let's see, what else did I write down here? Um, oh, you mentioned Fantasia. Fantasia, yeah. Yeah, that was kind of... Yeah, that was kind of like the a, a similar look actually to the devil in Legend. I think it might have been inspired by that image. Yeah, look at that, thirty minutes, quite yeah. quick. So that was a half hour yeah. already. Wow, fast went fast. Did you say fast? Yeah, when you're Freudian slip. <laughs> no, but I should have. <laughs> that went fast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, in any case, um, yeah, you know, a, a certain amount of those on the on the list I didn't I hadn't really heard of. Um, I mean, some of them I've heard of and, and never saw. Right. And then others I could go a little bit before my time as far as what I was paying attention to. Right. Me too. So, but uh, yeah, a few good ones on there, and I, I kind of you know I I picked out similar ones to you. South Park is pretty funny too. <laughs> The south, the scenes with with the devil and Jesus fighting, like don't they like wrestle or something in that? Show? I think so. I don't know if that was in the movie, <laughs> but that's that's a pretty funny concept too. So for any of our listeners that are curious about the article that I found, it's on PasteMagazine.com. It's called "Giving the Devil His Due: Satan's 25 Best Appearances in Film." So obviously, there's probably quite a bit more that are out there. Um, but you know, the, according to, you know, the, the writer of this article, which was last year, you know, he, he, he'd given, you know, those 25 that I read. You know, could I make one more comment? It's, um, sure. the description that I heard, there was a movie called broadcast news in the eighties with, uh, William Hurt and, um, Holly Hunter and James Brooks, uh, where mm -hmm. they were competing or, or, you know, they were uh, uh, broadcast news people. You know, it makes sense. But in any case, William Hurt was this uh, suave new guy who comes in and he's really kind of, a, uh, they look at him as like he's a pretty boy and doesn't really know what he's doing, but he's the most successful of all of them just because he looks and sounds so great doing everything that he does and everybody else can just kind of prop him up from behind the scenes. And Albert Brooks is pissed off because, in fact, Holly Hunter is falling in love with the, you know, the suave guy who really is just phoning it in <laughs> and happens to, you know, look good doing it. 
Um, at one point, James Brooks says uh, that uh, William Hurt just is the devil. And Holly Hunter's laughing like you're being ridiculous. Why aren't you my friend anymore? He says, listen, what did you think the devil was going to look like? He's going to be very good looking. He's going to have a position of high authority where he influences a, a great number of people in a, in a God-fearing nation. And he's going to get all the great women. <laughs> that was his dis- <laughs> that was his description of what the devil would be like on Earth. And I always thought that that was probably the most realistic description that I've heard on film of the devil. And it reminds me of a certain amount of politicians out there. <laughs> it kind of does. So I just wanted to As, as you were there. going through that description, I'm like, God, does that sound like somebody that I know that's in the news a lot? <laughs> um, maybe. Um, but, you know, um, once again, I don't want to go down that yeah, road. Yeah, me either, but uh, it does apply. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. it has for decades. <laughs> I, I love that you brought that movie up because that is on the essential movie list love that's it. coming up. Yeah, it's a great and movie. I um, and I, that's like the the one that's the biggest movie that I haven't seen that hurts that I haven't seen. Uh, I can't find it. You can't find it. Yeah. I have. I, I could. Well, I mean, let, let me you know. Let me do the criteria though. I'm I'm trying to find it for free. Hmm. so you know that's the you know if i go on demand you know i can rent it i just haven't committed to doing it i haven't and 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 that's the one i haven't seen okay i'll see i'll see if i can find a way to to get you a copy because it's worth seeing i know i and when i it's like one of those movies that when i bring it up even to my wife she's like what do you mean you haven't seen that (laughs) it's true i just blow one of the big lines for you though so sorry no, no, no. I, you know, I, I, I think it's fine. I think, you know, even if somebody, you know, once again, you know, spoiler, you know, we're talking about an 80s movie. Yeah, yeah. So I, I've had, you know, I've, I should have had an opportunity to see whatever I was going to see. So, yes, I know Darth Vader is Luke's father. Okay, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, I know Tyler Durbin isn't really a real guy. I know that he's uh, part of, you know, the psychosis oh. of, um, yeah. That one's, that's a tough one to blow. Yeah, well, I mean, well, that's 90s. So. That's true. Yeah. Uh, you've had time to see that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. And then once again, Angel Heart, we know what happens here. So. All right. Um, anything else on double movies? I think I've had my say on the devil movies. Okay. So let uh, let us give Satan a break and uh, <laughs> go ahead and wrap this up. Be gone, uh, Satan, so... be gone. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, hold on. Let me just wipe off the pentagram I have on the floor right here. Okay. okay. All right. Um so this is me just reminding you we have a website out there. It's uh, bonsairetroclub.com. Go out there. Check that out. On there, there's a happy link section. You can get to our social media stuff. We all have our own pages that we're doing with Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. I'm having fun with that where I'm actually posting a music video each morning of just kind of a song that I'm kind of getting started in the day. 
Um, so please go check that out. Give us a follow on Facebook. That'd be great. Uh, if you want to uh, interact with any of us, you know, or all of us, you can drop us an email. That's McFly at BonsaiRetroClub.com. We'd love to get your take and uh, comments. Uh, and with everything just being said, we want to wish you all a very spooky Halloween. Uh, because we're getting there. We're a Halloween season. It's time to go out and get our pumpkin spice lattes. Uh, and uh, everyone have a uh, good whatever. And please be excellent to each other. Bye. Bye-bye. This has been a Bonsai Retro Club production. Banzai, Daniel Zan! Hey, Banzai! 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 <laughs> Who are you carrying all those bricks for, anyway? God? Is that it? God? Well, I tell you, let me give you a little inside information about God. God likes to watch. He's a prankster. Think about it. He gives man instincts. He gives you this extraordinary gift, and then what does he do? I swear, for his own amusement, his own private cosmic gag reel, he sets the rules in opposition. It's the goof of all time. Look, but don't touch. Touch, but don't taste. Taste. Don't swallow. <laughs> and while you're jumping from one foot to the next, what is he doing? He's laughing his sick fucking ass off. He's a tight ass. He's a sadist. He's an absentee landlord. Worship that never. Better to reign in hell than serve in heaven, is that it? Why not? I'm here on the ground with my nose in it since the whole thing began. I've nurtured every sensation man has been inspired to have. I cared about what he wanted and I never judged him. Why? Because I never rejected him in spite of all his imperfections. I'm a fan of man! I'm a humanist. Maybe the last humanist. Who? in their right mind, Kevin, could possibly deny the 20th century was entirely mine. All of it, Kevin! All of it. Mine. I'm peeking, Kevin. It's my time now. It's our time.